Listen, let me tell you, the president's not going to take care of you. Congress is not going to take care of you. And, and, and even the stimulus package isn't going to take care of us. God is the one who takes care of us. Hallelujah. He takes care of you. Those, those things might be good and we thank God for it, but God is Lord over all. Is he Lord over your life? Praise the Lord. My goodness, I better go straight to the message because I know you might be kind of having difficulty hanging on, but please hang on. Hang on with this word with me, if you would. I like to share just a simple message. Wait. Wait. Now, Father, touch us. We just sense your anointing. I ask you, God, more than anything that you might touch me and anoint me, that I may with clarity share this message to your people. And Lord, just may it touch people's hearts and their lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I just feel compelled to tell you, go on and hit that share button one more time. Because this word, the word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So share this. Share it. In Psalm 27, verse 13 and 14. I love this verse of scripture. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. You can look it up with, on your device or get your Bible, pull it out, let the kids see, let everybody be together and read the word. But in Psalm 27, 13 and 14. <clears throat> I'm not used to doing a lot of singing. I've been doing singing now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I had to clear my throat. Psalm 27, 13 and 14. Listen to these words. Look at this word. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Now you know why I'm going to share about the word wait with you. Let me tell you, we need to declare some things. I'm so grateful for Facebook, the fact that so many people are sharing the gospel and the word of God through Facebook and sharing scriptures and testimonies and videos, their testimonies. You get your testimony out. You get your word out and get the word of God. And let's just fill Facebook with the words of life and the word of God because everybody is waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting, but we need to make a declaration. Let's say good things. Let's talk positive things. Let's talk about everything's bad. Let me encourage you parents. Don't leave the news on all day. Don't let your kids watch all about the bad news because you know what? They're going to spin and spin and spin and spin and spin for 24 hours. Though it is an important subject and it's very important to um, understand what's going on, but more importantly, young people need to see the hope and the promise of God. So let's act it out. Let's encourage it to one another. Call one another. Call people up and say, and just ask them, how are you doing? Call people to church and just let them know that you love them, that you're checking in on them, and let them talk for a while. Pray for them over the phone. You can't pray for them in the house right now, but you can pray for them over the phone. Start praying for them. But we need to make a declaration, and in we need to declare... I will resist the lies of the enemy that seek to blind my eyes to the goodness and greatness of God that's working in my life. God is for me. 
He will strengthen my heart so, and you say this, repeat this. I refuse to lose heart. I refuse to lose heart. Turn to your person next to you, your neighbor, your friend, your loved one. Look at them and say, I refuse to lose heart. Now you make that declaration in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's so, I refuse to lose heart. I refuse it. And the scripture says that I would, he said that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We are in the land of the living, you know. We are living. We are going. We're doing. We are, we're, we're just so blessed. The other day, Lee and I prayed over our meal, and then suddenly we just realized, you know, we're not that bad off. We got food in the house. We can eat. We have family with each other, love each other, and connect with each other through, through the uh, technology and, and FaceTime and such. We are blessed. And there are some people who don't have food to ask God to bless. So we're blessed. We're in the land of the living. Amen. And said, I, he said, I'm not going to lose heart that one day I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. You're already seeing the goodness of the Lord. Just praise him for it and glorify him for everything that you have. Hallelujah. You're blessed and highly favored of God. But I, the scripture says that the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, the goodness of the Lord in Psalm 34 and 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalm 65 and 4 says, Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. We are blessed because our house is the Lord's house. Our house, our homes belong to the Lord. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. We're the extension of God's glory. We are the church and not the building. So therefore, you glorify God in the house that you dwell right now. Because God's good. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. You believe that? You can say that if you want. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, wonderful amen crowd I got over here, three people. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 65 and 11 says, You crown the year with your goodness. And your past drip with abundance. Won't you declare that? That God has crowned this year, 2020, with his goodness. Even in the midst of the coronavirus and what is going on this pandemic, God has crowned his people with his goodness. In Psalm 69 and 16 says, Answer me, O Lord, for your steadfast love is good. His steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Psalm 84 and 11. You say, why are you using the Bible? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need to fill your house. You need to fill your heart. You need to fill your mind with the word of God. Because it produces faith. And Psalm 84 and 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. God's not holding back. He's pouring out. 
Amen. Let me go. God's not holding back now. You say, oh, now the news media tell you about everything bad's going on, but let me tell you, in the midst of all this, you will see the goodness of God. You just gotta look for God and you'll see him. Hallelujah. In Psalm 86 and 5, for you, O Lord, are good and forgiving. Oh, he forgives us. We're at home and maybe in the middle of tension, living in the house and staying in the house and being with people. Husbands and wives getting on each other's nerves and the children gets on your nerves and, and all of a sudden you feel, oh my gosh, I really blew it. I blew up. Instead of, uh, of, of being loving, I really messed up. But see, the Lord says, he said that, for you, O oh Lord, are good and you're forgiving. God will forgive us. He'll help us. Go and ask God to forgive you and go and ask your family to forgive you and ask for the grace of God in abundance to fall upon you because uh, uh, he's always abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. God, whoever calls upon you, you're always steadfast in love. In Psalm 105, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Let me tell you, young people and students right now, you may be facing something new here with this pandemic and what's going on, but let me tell you, God is a God of today. God's the God of tomorrow. He's good today. He'll be good tomorrow. He'll be good to all generations. He's faithful. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, it says, don't be afraid. For I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. He will hold us up. In the message Bible the same verse says. Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear. For I am your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. God is keeping a firm grip on you and on your family. What is yours and what belongs to you. God's keeping a firm grip. You know, we try and hold on to God. We forget that it's God that holds on to us. He's too big. You can't hold on to him. But you can release yourself into his care and into his abundance and into his goodness. And just lay back in his hands and say, God, oh Lord. I'm so tempted to stress. I'm so tempted to worry. I'm going through this, God. This stuff's bombarding my mind. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, Lord, I'm just going to lay back in your hands, in your hands of goodness and abundance, and you're going to take care of me. Never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. God will take care of you. He will take care of you. Now, I'm just going about this wait. In Isaiah 40 and 28 through 31, see, you can wait because of God's goodness. God has proven over and over again he's good to us. Isaiah 40, 28 and 31. You can turn your Bibles there. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. It might be us right now. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Have you found God's unfailing strength this past couple weeks? I mean, you, you know, just think 
how you would be the way that you used to be, but now you're the new person in Christ. How would you have handled this back in the old you? You probably would have tried to drink it away or trying to entertain it away. You would have ignored it. And then eventually every night you would have laid your head down at night saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. What's going to happen here? It's all going to fall apart. My life is a wreck. But now with God and that we have the Lord and his strength, we just lay back at nighttime. You know what we do? We go to sleep. We rest in him because he's taking care of us. That is the goodness of your God and you can wait on you can wait on him because he is good he's good let me go a little bit further even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall here we go here's that verse here's that verse you know it's coming don't you but they but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Let me tell you this. We're in waiting. We're in waiting. We're kind of in a season of waiting right now. We are waiting for the governor to lift his, his order of stay home. We're, we're, we're waiting on government officials to finally make a declaration of when we can finally go out public and everything will be well. We are, we are waiting for the stimulus package to come through and maybe a check to come in the mail. Or that we're waiting for an un unemployment check that will eventually come in in the mail. But let me tell you this, and there are those, all of us, who the media would like to say that we're waiting for this coronavirus to finally be over and life to get back to normal and that we could go on as we normally do. But let me tell you this, I want to challenge you to do this. Don't wait on the stimulus. Don't wait on the president nor the governor. Don't wait on those things in particular that it becomes your focus. And this year's the year of focus. But let me tell you this, what the children of God need to do. We need to shift this thing of waiting and declare and say that they that wait upon the Lord. We're waiting on God to handle all of this. We're waiting on God to do what seems to be impossible. We're waiting on God to bring the healing in our land. We're waiting on God to take care of our finances and take care of our home because he guarantees if you wait on him he'll give you strength if you allow him to be the focus uh, he'll intervene in your life and the goodness of the Lord will live and dwell because we're living and dwelling in the land of the living hallelujah glory to God hallelujah so we're waiting oh yeah we're waiting we're waiting on the Lord Oh, that's what he wants. That's what he wants from the saints right now. That so we wait on him. Wait on him. Not on anything else. But wait on him. Hallelujah. That word wait in Hebrew is a unique word, special word. It is kavah. And kavah in the original root means to twist and stretch. Tension of enduring. What it means. Enduring the tension. We're enduring the tension right now. In the Aramaic, it means a strong strand of rope that endures and remains. 
strands that are twisted together. If I, I almost got me a piece of rope and I wish I had of. And maybe Pastor Mark and I could have done a tug of war a little bit and pulled back and forth on the rope because a rope has the strands that are twisted together. They that wait upon the Lord. God is in the mix. God is in the strands. The body of Christ, they're in the strands. And we are twisted together in God. And we have been made endurers. Those who endure what's going on in the tension. We can handle this tension because we're waiting on God. And we're trusting in Him. Waiting is... Waiting is to know what needs to be done is finished, then looking for results to come in. That's what we have to, this is the waiting. And that's my definition. That's, that's good, you can write that down. It, it's original. Waiting is to know what needs to be done is finished. You believe everything's finished? You believe God's done the finished work? And it's done, it's finished, it's done, it's a done, it's a done, it's did, God's done it, God's handled it, God's got everything in, in, in control, nothing catches him by surprise, he's a good and loving God, it's finished. Now we're waiting, looking for the results to come in. And results are coming in with our waiting on him. Waiting is what we do with our trust. I, I, I heard Tony Evans say in a sermon, he said, the problem with the saints of God, he says that we've got Christians who believe but are not trusting. And trusting is that finality, that work of our faith, that we just lay down and trust and know and wait on God. God's going to take care of it and not get out of hand or panic. But we're trusting in God. My favorite verse of scripture, the first verse of scripture I ever had in my Bible. My, my fiance at the time gave it to me, and I was a preacher of young age of seven. At that time, we weren't engaged, but Lee gave it to me, and I, was, I accepted call to ministry when I was 17 years old. She gave me a Bible, and in that Thompson Chain Bible, on the cover of that Bible on the inside is inscribed where she wrote Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. You can trust in him. Why? Because he's a good God. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's a good God. He's good. And, and not only is he a good God, but he's doing good. He's doing good right now. He's doing, he's, gonna, he's doing good right now in our life. Hallelujah. You know what the word trust means? Confident expectation. And we can live that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. See, shift that. I believe that was a word for you, for you to move the type of waiting, from waiting on the government, or waiting for your employer, waiting. You just change it and say, you know what? Now, I'm going to wait on the Lord. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I know, I know through God that I, oh, I haven't given up, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, yeah. God's for you. He's not against you. He's for you. I want to pray. And right now, if you're watching and you know your life is not right with God, 
you know you're backslidden. You, you know what God's going to do during this time of waiting and this time that we've been asked to stay at home. You know what's doing? God's getting the attention of the backslider and getting the attention of those who are lost and say, hey, man, my world's being turned upside down. And I believe the Holy Spirit is gripping the hearts of people saying, but there's God. There's God that you can lean on, God you can trust and believe in, and the goodness of the Lord. I believe that God's speaking to hearts and maybe even speaking to you right now to get things right with the Lord. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And then I want, first of all, I want to pray a prayer over everybody. God will bless your life and you begin to wait on him and trust in him. But then I'm going to give opportunity to those of you who know you're watching, you know God's dealing with your heart for cleansing, for forgiveness. He will forgive you. The Bible says that in Psalms that he will forgive us. He's faithful. He will forgive you because he loves you. He's a good God. Let's pray for everybody. Father, in Jesus' name, we just I just lift my hand toward everyone at Rodney Pike Congregation, everyone that may be seeing this, Lord, that you bless their home, that you protect them, Lord, like you said you will, and touch their bodies and keep them safe. And, Lord, even those that may need healing, Lord, heal them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. But, Lord, let us begin to trust in you with confidence, with a confident confident faith in you lord knowing god you're going to take care of us financially physically financially you'll take care of our family our children our home bless the homes right now god surround them lord with your presence lord why because we're waiting on you we're not waiting on anything else but you you're the answer you're the solution you're going to take care of all the rest Jesus, you said, seek you first, kingdom of heaven is righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. We believe that, and we thank you. Now, if you're watching right now, and you need Christ as your Savior, pray this prayer right now with me. If you need to come back in relationship, pray this prayer with me. Pray it with me. I'm going to pray it slow so you can follow. Dear Lord, I ask you, God, to forgive me of my sins. I believe Jesus died on the cross for me and that he rose from the dead. Reconcile me into relationship with you. I want you to be Lord of my life. I need your peace. I need to sense your goodness. I know, Lord, you're reaching out to me. And I'm now reaching out to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you prayed. If you prayed. And prayed that prayer in particular. That second prayer we prayed for forgiveness. And in relationship with Christ. To renew that relationship. Write in the comments. Let us know. We, we want to know who you are. To encourage you. Any way we can follow up with you. But just write in the comments. Say I prayed. I turned my heart to Jesus. I prayed. And I turned my heart to Jesus. If you just write in the comments. And share. We would love to hear from you. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for holding on. Hanging on. With the service. I love you, Rodney Pike Church of God. I love every one of you. I look in this audience or in, I still see an audience. I see 
Sister Roberta over there with Timmy over here in the wing. I can see the Scott and Linda Mahan over here in the back corner of the sanctuary. I can see that Scott see, Mahan and Becky right there. I can see Carl and Sylvia sitting is, out there. This I is can Steve see and Linda. I just Steve Owen, and Linda. Stephen Stephen yeah. Mahan and Linda yeah. Mahan over there in the yeah. far corner and then Stevie I could I can see Say Teresa it. Baker and Todd Come Baker there and I can see Narissa and Trent Baker Come there on. sitting there and Tessa and Anthony I can see woo, Pam woo. Napper I can see Pam Casto over I see Come Brenda on. Henson over there I can Come see uh, Karen Maddox I see Roger Rutherford over there I can see uh, 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 I can see Mitch and Cassie Smith sitting Woo! over there. I can see uh, Lillian Master sitting there Come and her on. family sitting together. I can see Jim and Linda Copley sitting Hallelujah. there. I see Pat Thomas Hallelujah. sitting there. I can see Kelly Kelly uh, sitting on. there next to Come her. On. Kelly Mays, her daughter, yes. next to her. I can see all the the <laughs> Darst over here, the Durst over here. I can see uh, I can see the Roaches sitting over there nearby. Right. I can right, see right. all these people. If I've forgotten your name, please forgive me if I didn't mention you. But I'm just kind of trying to bring a, a point across Jesus. here. The church is still together. Oh. The church is still united. And the church is still meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. We've been united. Bless, bless you, Lord. By the power of Jesus Christ. And nothing can divide us. We're just having a little waiting time. Waiting time yes. on the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you. I can just hold you all day long. But I know.